Hey everybody, thank you for listening to Bearcat Rewind. Coming up here with episode number 31 of the podcast. Today we're talking football once again. We have a former Northwest Missouri State quarterback, Brady Bowles. Brady came to Northwest from Lincoln, Nebraska and won a pair of national championships as a quarterback here in 2013. He was backing up Trevor Adams, but still played a key role in some big games throughout that season and, and really made some big plays for the Bearcats down the stretch, especially in that Pittsburgh State game, which we'll talk with Brady about just a little bit. Then in 2015, the Bearcats go 15-0. It is the first national championship Northwest played in Kansas City, and Brady Bowles was the field general for that squad. So we'll talk with him about both of those years, winning national championships and in playing for the Bearcats and really he put up some big time numbers when he was wearing the green and white came away as the career leader in total offense 9,296 yards just ahead of his older brother Blake in that category He's also second in completions for a single season, second in career completions as well, and also wrapped up his time at Northwest, fifth in career touchdown passes and seventh in career completion percentage. So a lot of success for Northwest Missouri State whenever Brady Bowles lining up back at quarterback. The podcast is brought to you by the Northwest Foundation, providing support for the Northwest Alumni Association and the university's funding needs since 1971. More information is available on Facebook or online at nwmissouri.edu slash alumni. We appreciate the foundation's continued support of Bearcat Rewind. We spoke with Brady Bowles about coming to Northwest Missouri State, how it wasn't a matter of, hey, I'm just following in my brother's footsteps, but he was here to create a legacy of his own, and that he did. What it will be like to not see Central Missouri on the schedule for this upcoming year, and what he's up to now. Brady Bowles is our guest on this edition of Bearcat Rewind. Pleased to be joined today on Bearcat Rewind by Brady Bowles, a former Northwest Missouri State quarterback, a two-time national champ at Northwest. Brady, have you been? Been very well, Matt. Thanks for having me today. A native of Lincoln, Nebraska, nowadays at, uh, after wrapping up your career at Northwest, are you back up in Lincoln or are you elsewhere now? Uh, yes, uh, for right now, just back in Lincoln, uh, just uh, due to COVID here, I'm actually planning on um, making a move out to California here uh, within the next week. Um, me and my brothers have a, a little bit of a agricultural opportunity out there that we're very excited about. Um, so we're actually uh, going to be picking up and leaving here uh, within the next week. Awesome. That'll be really cool. Um, growing up in Nebraska, obviously a very big football state, a Cornhusker state, and plenty of great football out in California. But Whenever you came to Northwest Missouri State and Maryville, are there some parallels between Maryville and, and the football culture here and what you grew up with there in Lincoln? Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, it was it was really cool for me because, you know, growing up in Nebraska, um, if you play football here, you, your number one goal is I want to be a, a Cornhusker. I want to play for the Big Red. Um, unfortunately uh, enough for me, uh, well, actually I should say, you know what, fortunately enough for me, uh, they didn't come call, uh, calling for me when I was coming out of high school and, uh, you know, knew a lot about Northwest just because of, of my brother and, and uh, the success that they had there and had already fallen in love with that program. And to be able to go from one football city to another, um, you know, I, I think Maryville is, is very similar to Lincoln. You know, we, we live and die for Cornhusker football here and, and Maryville, man, it's, it's live and die for Bearcat football. So, um, you know, a lot of similarities, and it was awesome to be able to uh, to play in front of, in my opinion, the best fans in, in Division Two football. When you broke in here to Northwest Missouri State, the name Blake Bulls obviously uh, really um, hung with Bearcat fans after the career that, uh, that your older brother had there and, of course, winning a championship in 2009. 
is there a lot of pressure that comes with that? Was there any thought that maybe Northwest isn't the right place for you and you should find a fresh start? Not a, not a, um, not a thought like that ever crossed my mind. Um, not only because, you know, I was, I was determined myself to kind of pave my own way. Um, but just because of the coaching staff and the players I had around me, um, that would talk and say, you know, you're not here because of a legacy. Um, I, I can, I can vividly remember on my recruiting visit, uh, Rich Wright, who is now the head coach, deservingly so there, um, pulled me aside and he said, you know, I want you to know we're not recruiting you because of what your brother accomplished here. We're recruiting you because you're a hell of a player. Um, and that always resonated with me. Um, I, I always felt like, uh, you know, I was going to get the exact same chances that anybody else was going to get, and uh, I was going to have to pave my own way and um, was able to do so. Well, you come into Northwest and you play in quite a few games um, in 2012, but then 2013 as a sophomore, um, it, it's yourself and Trevor Adams and, and Trevor the primary starting quarterback, but one of those games that, that really sticks out is playing against Pittsburgh State, that game at Arrowhead, um, Northwest trailing 15-8 to eight at halftime, but I believe Trevor got hurt, I think, it's early second quarter or late first quarter, and, and you had to pilot the team for the final three quarters and, and lead Northwest to a 24-15 win, a couple rushing touchdowns, a, a passing touchdown. Do you remember much of that game, and was that kind of a, a bit of a coming-out party for Brady? Um, you know, it, it's, it's kind of a blur. You know, you remember the final score. You remember certain plays from the game. Um, but, you know, I just remember our motto at Northwest is, you know, next man up and it's, it's being ready for your spot. And, you know, the, to have Trevor go down the way he did, obviously we, we wanted, we needed Trevor that year. He was an incredible leader for us and the, the heart and soul of the team on the offense. And, um, you know, he's such a warrior that he was back in two weeks from an injury that a lot of guys don't come back from, from the season. Um, so that just shows you the, the grit and compassion that he had. Um, and so I didn't want to let him down and I didn't want to let the rest of the team down, uh, when he went down and, uh, our coaches did an incredible job of adjusting uh, when when Trevor did go down and and kind of loosening the reins on on running the quarterback and getting an extra blocker out there and, and we were able to do some really good things in that game and, and able to come back and win and um, you know that that definitely was uh, one of the most fun games that I can remember from my college years um, and uh, to do it at Arrowhead was kind of the cherry on top as well. And that year was the final year of the championship in Florida, uh, Florence, Alabama, right? That was the last one, and the Bearcats going out on top. What was that experience like? Oh, that was cool. Um, to be on the same field that, that my brother was on when he won his national championship and to, to give him a hug, give my dad a hug, give my mom a hug, and, and be around my parents and my family and, and the teammates and, and what we had accomplished that year and, and just kind of soak it all in. Um, you know, it was it was a really, really cool experience, and, to win the last one in Florence is is uh, is really cool. That was a 15 and 0 team dominated Lenore Ryan your senior year uh, in 2015, dominating Shepard a 34 to 7 win in that national championship. Uh, and, and we'll get into that game just a little bit too. But you put those two teams together, who do you think comes out on top 2013 or 2015? Man, that is uh, that is one heck of a question. You know, I, I look at that like, uh, uh, who's better, Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Um, <laughs> you know, I just like to appreciate the greatness that both teams, um, had. You know, uh, we had up and ups and downs in, in both years and, and kind of had to find ourselves in both years. And, um, you know, I just think about how, how, or how fortunate I was to, uh, to play on two great teams and 
And so going into comparisons, I let uh, I let everybody else deal with that, and I just kind of enjoy being a part of two great teams. But you do raise the question: Who is better, Michael Jordan or LeBron James? <laughs> uh, I just like uh, appreciating greatness. Um, so you know, both played in different eras, and and that's about all I can get into uh, with that. It's a good answer. That's a good answer. You fast forward to 2015, and and you know going into it, um, it's your senior season. You want to lay it all all out on the line. But what was that process of taking that team and piloting them, piloting them to their second national championship during your career? Uh, well, we just had um, you know a small senior class, but our senior class was filled with a lot of guys that that bled Bearcat football. Um, you know, they were we were all there. Uh, as red shirts, we had grown up together there in that program. Uh, we had been through, you know, um, a national championship in 2013. So we had, had seen what it takes to get there and, and came short in 2014. So, um, you know, we had, we had some great leaders, uh, in the senior and, and, and the upper class group as well, um, on both sides of the ball. Those, those juniors who did the same thing there in 2016. I mean, those guys, uh, you know, did a great job stepping up and, and helping bring the, some of the younger guys along as well. And, um, you know, it was just a, an incredible year uh, from start to finish. You know, if, if you look three games into the year, how we're playing and, and what our scores are like, if you told me that we were going to be national championships I, or national champions, I might have said, I don't know. Um, but, you know, we stuck together. We fought um, through, you know, the, the tough times and the injuries. And, um, you know, we were able to accomplish another great thing in 2015. Well, we spoke with uh, Jordan Grove just a couple weeks ago about that uh, championship win over Shepard, but the way that one starts out, the defense gets that turnover right away uh, off the fumble, and then Jordan goes in for a one-yard touchdown, ends up being 24 to nothing at halftime. At what point did you feel like, we're going to roll into this one? Um, you know, I, I thought as it got, got late in the second half, um, you know, I – I kind of realized what the score was and where we were sitting as far as, you know, controlling the game. And um, you, you never want to think that the game's over. Um, you know, we had been through games earlier in the year where our backs were against the wall and we were challenged. And so, you know, you never, you never know what your opponent's going to do. So you got to focus on yourself. And, and we were doing a great job and our coaches were doing a great job of keeping our, our heads in it. So, uh, you know, I'd say when, when Bryce uh, returned that pick six, um, that kind of, that kind of let me, uh, you know, exhale a little bit um, on the offensive side of the ball. And, and from there, we kind of um, controlled the rest of the game. But, you know, I, I wouldn't say there was a point in time where I knew, you know, hey, we're going to win this game for sure. Playing that one in Kansas City and the first one at Northwest uh, Championship Northwest played in Kansas City. Of course, plenty of games at Arrowhead. But, I mean, that was an insane crowd. It was packed. Uh, Sporting Park was full. As a player, when you go out there, you mentioned that last one in Florence, you were there, and there's a big crowd, but it's not a full stadium that's rocking. What was that atmosphere like on the field at Sporting Park? Oh, it was incredible. Um, I just remember, um, you know, running out of the, the tunnel and, and fireworks going off and, and just looking up and seeing, I mean, 95% of that stadium was green. Um, and then it was loud, and I mean, it was a home game for us. In, in a bigger stadium and uh you know that that's uh, a tribute to the the fans there in, in maryville and and in the surrounding areas who love their bearcat football um and uh they made that atmosphere uh very very rememberable for for all of us who played that day 
when you look across the field in practice and you see that Bearcat defense that you're matching up with day in and day out, the, the Colin Bevins of the world and, and some of those guys on that team, how tough is that in practice whenever you're facing some of those guys? Man, I tell you what, um, you know, I played on a lot of great teams, and, and in football um, you can get away with having an okay offense if your defense is very, very good. Um, and, and not saying that Northwest had that because we put up numbers on offense as well. Uh, but when you play with guys um, like you you just said there um, across the board in, in my five years there at, at Northwest, um, you're going to get better. And, and that's what I always approached it as. Um, you know, I, I looked what other teams around the league were doing against our defense. And if I could do better than that in practice, and that was a win for me. Um, and, uh, you know, so going up against those guys every day in practice was, uh, was good because it got us better, but I'm just glad that they were on my team on Saturdays because uh, I always had the red jersey on and was off limits and uh, wouldn't have liked to see what would have happened if I wasn't. <laughs> Don't blame you there. Uh, after you wrap up your career at Northwest and you look back at the record books, um, second in single-season completions with 321, the career leader in total offense at Northwest, just ahead of your brother Blake, uh, fifth in career TD passes, seventh in career completion percentage, when you hear those numbers, do any of those resonate a little bit more than others as far as just how special they are for you? Um, you know, I, I would say the one that, that is most special to me is the, um, the career yardage one. Um, just with how many incredible players have come, came through Northwest and, you know, just how, uh, how incredible of a program we have there. And, and um, to be able to say that I, you know, have gained the most yards from scrimmage is, is um, an incredible incredible honor and it's very humbling so Blake comes through puts up crazy numbers at Northwest and is all over the record books you come through you do the same you pull in a couple national championships as well whenever you look at what your younger brother Brooke did playing at Central Missouri and put up some crazy numbers as well but is that a little bit tough whenever you saw him go to UCM um yeah it was uh you know I I after being seeing what Northwest uh, was able to um, give to me and Blake as far as our football experience. You know, I, I wanted to make sure that he, um, you know, was able to experience the same thing. And uh, he did that and, and above. Um, he, he went to Central and he paved his own way and, and did his own thing. And, and uh, you know, I couldn't be more proud of what he was able to accomplish in his time there as a mule. And uh, I know he would say the exact same thing, that, that he made the right decision. But now for, for yourself and Blake, no more wearing red and black to any of these games right absolutely um you know i i was uh every time they played northwest i go neutral colors um i i couldn't couldn't go to a bearcat game wearing another team's another team's uh logo but um i'm, I'm happy to put that black and red in the way and, and pick up the uh the husker red and uh the bearcat green and, and finally uh, not wear those mule colors anymore with the schedule from the MIAA just coming out uh, not too long ago, and of course they're having to shuffle things around due to the pandemic and um, some cost-saving measures for each institution, but everybody lost one game, and it just so happened that Northwest and UCM is that one game that we won't get to see this year from the Bearcats' perspective. And you think about those two teams shared the MIAA title last year. Um, you know, your, your little brother was at UCM. One of your best games in 2015, one of the most exciting games, was a come-from-behind win when you scored with 34 seconds left in Warrensburg to beat the Mules. Is that hard when you look at that schedule and you're missing that rivalry game from it? 
Well, you know, we have a a group message, and and we were talking about that. A couple of us former players were, and and we all kind of landed on, you know, it's got to be one of the biggest attendance games uh, for the conference throughout the year. Um, So you'd think that that the MIAA would want that game to be played. Um, And, you know, historically, uh, Northwest and UCM are atop the conference. So, um, you know, if if both teams go undefeated, it's going to be, you know, a, a who's who of the conference championship and, and might raise some question marks there. But not playing that game is, is going to be, uh, you know, a, a game missed for sure this year. Um, it's, it's one that we all look forward to uh, as Bearcats, and I know that uh, the Mules uh, look forward to that game as well. So um, I think it's uh, uh, a little unfortunate that it won't be played this year. But, um, you know, these are weird times we're, we're living in with the pandemic, and uh, everybody's got to be flexible. Now that you're not a, a player, you can go on on the record and say this, and not necessarily looking for bulletin board material, but UCM, Pittsburgh State, Missouri Western, how do you rank those three as far as being Northwest's top rival? Oh, man. <laughs> um, you know, I think it's kind of changed a little bit um, throughout the years as, as teams have kind of, um, you know, gotten better and worse. But um, I would say that uh, for me in my time there, I always looked uh, more forward to the Mo West game and the, the Central Missouri game uh, than the Pitt State game um, once it left Arrowhead. Obviously, when it was at Arrowhead, it was, uh, it was definitely up there. But, um, you know, for me, just uh, um, the Mo West rivalry is, is something that all of us Bearcats carry with us. And uh, uh, UCM, um, you know, I always enjoyed playing them just because they always played us very tough and were always ready to go. All right, last one for you. You each kind of took – took something a little bit different whether it was a statistical category or, or maybe bringing in a couple more rings but uh who is the best bulls to play quarterback in the miaa oh man um that's a tough question there i feel like you, uh, you have something you know, on your tongue you probably want to say but you're holding back man you know i i don't know i think if i had to to mark us down i would i would say that um you know what what Brooke was able to accomplish numbers wise is, is very, very, uh, prominent and, and Blake as well, you know, with what he was able to do. Um, so I would say, uh, you know, I'd tie those guys up top at one and put me behind them. Um, you know, just because I, I feel like, uh, what those guys were able to do, uh, statistically from a number standpoint is, uh, is not done every year, uh, in, in that conference. And so, um, I'd put those guys as a tie for first, and I'd be the runner-up there. So modest. It's like you're a leader at Northwest just last year. It's like we had you here. <laughs> so you're going out to California now. Would you rather go out and see a USC game? Do you want to go see an NFL game in L.A.? Uh, is there someone else? Of course, the Raiders are not in Oakland anymore, but you get out there. Will there be one game that you want to see um, if we're able to have fans at games? Yeah, absolutely. If, we, if we're able to get some fans at games, I would love to uh, – to go to an NFL game out there, um, you know, whether it be uh, in LA or San Diego or somewhere out there in California, I'd love to love to go see an NFL game. But um, you know, I've I've heard good things about being in the Rose Bowl and seeing the Trojans play. So um, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a football fan now, and uh, you know, getting out and, and seeing those awesome teams and those those venues is, is something that I'm definitely looking forward to. Well, hopefully we get fans back in the stands and games going. And uh, once that happens, you make your way back to the Midwest. We hope to see you back at Bearcat Stadium. 
absolutely. I will always be uh, be making that trip back as, as much as I can for at least one game a year. Um, I, I got to get my Bearcat football fixed. In. <laughs> we appreciate the time and look forward to seeing you again soon. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Matt. Have a good one. Thanks again to Brady Bowles for joining us here on the podcast. We've now had both Bowles quarterbacks at Northwest Missouri State come on and chat with us here on Bearcat Rewind. So we really appreciate his time and going through some of those big games that he had with the Bearcats. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please subscribe, rate, review, and tell your friends about it. I'm Matt Tritton. We'll talk to you again next time.